It's 8 o'clock on today coming up. Incoming, that major winter storm barreling toward the East Coast this morning. Millions now under winter storm alerts. Al's got your full weekend forecast. Then unanswered questions. After more than a decade, Casey Anthony's parents are speaking out, taking a lie detector test in a brand new special. The full story straight ahead. Plus, long distance call. NA1SS, this is KC3SGV. Harry Smith visits a group of high schoolers trying to contact someone far, far away. You have to hit a target. Right, exactly. You're hitting something that's 254 miles away, traveling at 17,000 miles per hour, and you're hoping that everything goes correctly. <laughs> Their call to the International Space Station you do not want to miss. And major backpedaling. A Peloton instructor takes aim at director Christopher Nolan, the famed director catching the critique while taking her class, how he reacted, and what she's now saying coming up on Popstart today, Friday, January 5th, 2024. <laughs> From Columbus, Ohio. Happy Friday! From Lubbock, Texas. Cersei, Arkansas. Santa Cruz, California. And, and Lake, Lake City, City Minnesota. Minnesota. Here to celebrate Emma's 12th birthday. From Lantana, Texas. <laughs> On a mother-daughter trip. From Boca Raton, Florida. Today's my 50th. Hi to my students at Anchorage Pines Elementary. In Loxahatchee, Florida. After 40 years of watching the show, we finally made it to celebrate Liz's 57th birthday. At the Today Show! Oh, what a beautiful day. Sun is shining. Crowd is out there on Rockefeller Plaza. Maybe getting a last glimpse of that beautiful tree out yeah. there. There it is. Happy to see those smiling faces. It's a good Friday, Friday crowd. Friday. Yeah. Oh, get outside in just a bit. Say hello in person. Um, if you like stars, you do not want to miss a moment of today next week. We're going to kick things off with Renee Rapp from the new Mean Girls film. Plus, the woman behind the whole thing, Tina Fey, will stop by as well. Also joining us, Kevin Hart, to chat about his new movie, Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt will be here. And we've also lined up Oscar-winning icon Annette Bening. Big Star week. set of beat. Big week. Only on today. Lots to look forward to. Let's get to the news. 8 o'clock Friday morning in the first major snowstorm in almost two years getting ready to slam into the East Coast. Al is back to give it the latest on the timing of all of this. Hi. Hi. Good morning and good morning to you. And here's what we're looking at. 33 million of us from coast to coast under winter weather advisories, storm watches, storm warnings. And especially as you get down into the Appalachians, we're looking at that. Now, here's the storm itself getting itself together through Texas. Snow stretching from my of Kansas into Arkansas, heavier showers and thunderstorms down around Houston. It makes its move today, gets into the Gulf, bringing heavy rain, strong storms from Texas to Florida. Can't rule out a tornado or two as this pushes through. Then for tonight, the system pushes into the mid-Atlantic. Icy conditions through the Appalachians, anywhere from a quarter to a half an inch of ice. We're looking at heavy rain down to the south. Snow from Indiana all the way into West Virginia. Here's the timing as it gets into the northeast. Tomorrow morning, snow and sleet for Washington, D.C. 
Casey turns over to rain by noon. So I don't know if you're going to break your snow drought there. Philadelphia, snow and sleet noon to 4 p.m., then changes over to rain. Will we break the snow drought of an inch or more? We'll have to see. Certainly not New York City. It's from noon to 7 p.m. It's going to be more rain than snow, than heavy rain overnight. Here's where the jackpot is. Boston tomorrow and Sunday. Light snow from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., but heavy snow from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. We look at the precipitation amounts down through the southeast, anywhere from a half an inch to an inch of rain from Monroe all the way into the mid-Atlantic states. Here's the snowfalls forecast. Back through upstate New York and the Hudson Valley, upwards of 12 inches of snow. Boston, you may see six to eight inches of snow, but as you get down to coastal Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, not so much as you move into Pennsylvania, anywhere from about four to six inches. So interior sections of the Northeast guy going to have a lot of snow, but along the coast, except for Boston, not as much. So those snow droughts may still hold. Okay. okay. All right. We'll check with you in just a few minutes. You bet. Thank you. Meanwhile, an American actor and his two young daughters were killed yesterday when the small plane they were in crashed in the Caribbean. It happened in the Grenadines, just off the, the coast of Bakia. Officials say that plane had just taken off and was headed to St. Lucia when it went down in the ocean. All four people, including the pilot, died. One of the victims was 55-year-old actor Christian Klepser. He was known professionally as Christian Oliver. He starred in movies like Speed Racer and was also in the latest Indiana Jones film. The cause of that crash is under investigation. After more than a decade of unanswered questions surrounding Casey Anthony and the death of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee, a new A&E special promises answers from Anthony's parents. The pair agreed to take a lie detector test with cameras rolling. NBC's Sam Brock has more on what that interview revealed. Sam, good morning. Chanel, good morning. You'll recall that Casey Anthony was acquitted of murdering her daughter in 2011, but she was found guilty of lying to police, Chanel, and sentenced to a four-year term in prison. Now, about a year ago, she broke her silence on a documentary accusing her father of killing Kaylee to cover up alleged sexual abuse. Now, in this A&E special, her dad is answering questions about it. In a brand new A&E special called Casey Anthony's Parents, The Lie Detector Test, George Anthony puts his credibility and reputation to the test, and for a few moments, it looks bleak. While the 72-year-old appears tripped up by questions surrounding any involvement in the concealment of Kaylee Anthony's body and a six-month window where the child's whereabouts were unknown, the outcome of the lie detector test ultimately revealing he was telling the truth. After one of the most polarizing cases in modern history... We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty... Casey Anthony was acquitted by a jury of her daughter's 2008 death, though she was found guilty of lying to police. Years later, in a documentary for Peacock, which is owned by NBC News's parent company, she broke her silence, blaming it all on her dad. Casey says her father abused her, and she suspects Kaylee, too, accusing him of murdering the child to cover it up. George Anthony has never been charged with a crime and has vehemently denied his daughter's accusations. But he did address those accusations on the lie detector, concluding a weight would be lifted with this interview. Now, it is unclear where and when this polygraph took place, but the special did disclose it was a neutral location to try to minimize distractions or outside influence. We reached out to Casey Anthony and her parents and have not heard back for comment.
Chanel, back to you. All right, Sam, thank you. All right, ahead on Popstart, the star of the bear like you've never seen it before. Wait until you see what he's up to. First, though, Mr. Smith goes to high school. He went to high school for an out-of-this-world event. Some remarkable students using their ham radio skills to try and contact the International Space Station. Harry's here to tell us all about this one right after this. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free, wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we are back at 14 with one of our absolute favorite series here at the Today Show. Mr. Smith goes to. Okay, this morning Mr. Smith here is taking us to a high school in Pennsylvania where a very special radio call, years in the making, drew as much attention as a big game there. Hi, Harry. You know, we didn't really know what we were walking into. It felt kind of like some state high school championship was going on. And oh my goodness, for the kids who were involved, they got it. The sky was the limit. In a town near Erie, Pennsylvania. NA1 SS, this is KC3 SGV. A group of students are trying to contact someone who is not NA1 particularly SS, easy NA1 to reach. SS, this is KC3 SGV. All those numbers and letters are ham radio call signs. NA1, NA1 SS, SS is the this International is Space Station. Three, two, one. The first amateur contact in space happened 40 years ago with the space shuttle Columbia. Hello, W1JXM. This is W5LFL. You're our first contact from orbit. What advice would you Since then, a group called ARIS, Amateur Radio on the International Space Station, has organized radio calls between astronauts and some million students worldwide. What do you do for fun on the space station? Over. Most of the time, adults do the setup. But at Harbor Creek High School, it's all about the students. Which license do you have? Uh, I have the technician general and amateur extra licenses. All of these students are licensed amateur radio operators, studying for a series of federal communications exams and passing to use radio waves to reach out to the world. My last contact was in Austria. But now, literally aiming higher, this space station call, years in the making, endless hours of after school and weekends of preparation. This is the one you use to yes. contact the space space yes. station? Did you guys put all of this stuff together? 
we've set everything up from the antennas to the radios, to the power supplies, antenna controllers. We've set this whole event up ourselves. The students have a 10-minute window to make contact, then question astronaut Andreas Mogensen. Assistant Principal Drew Mortensen heads the Advanced Technology Club at the school. After attending an amateur radio seminar, he thought, I'll bet our students can do this. You have to hit a target. Right, exactly. You're hitting something that's 254 miles away, traveling at 17,000 miles per hour, and you're hoping that everything goes correctly. Like, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? No, right, exactly. No. The gym looks like it's set up for homecoming. Signs, balloons, you can feel the buzz. As classes file in to watch, the technology kids are psyched, anxious. Today, the students of Harbor Creek are on a journey to boldly go where few hams have gone before. The time has come. 15-year-old Giles Veit begins the call. NA1SS, NA1SS, this is KC3SGV. The gym full of students wondering, will this work? NA1SS, NA1SS, this is KC3SGV. NA1SS. Giles calls again. KC3SGV. And again. NA1SS, NA1SS, this is KC3SGV. Finally. Commander Mogensen, we have you a 5-7, a pretty good signal. So, are you ready for some questions? I am ready for questions. Go ahead. Lots of the club members get to take turns. Living in space as a payoff for the hours of work they've invested. Why do you think that space exploration is important? Over. Space exploration is important in many ways. One, because it's about knowledge, about expanding our horizons in 10 short minutes, the space station is out of range. For the students! What was it like hitting that button over and over? As soon as we heard Commander Mogison respond, that was such a relief, really. I'm just looking at the smile on your face. Yeah. What else are you feeling right now? Um, lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mortensen is brimming with pride. Yeah. How big of an emotional investment was this for you? I love my kids. I do. I absolutely love them. And so, for them to get to have that experience is huge. Why you become a teacher? Yep. Absolutely. I clapped again. Yes, there were some tears that day too, right? Lovely school, not, oh. not exactly loaded with resources. Nope. Yeah. The kids went out, they raised money to get the equipment oh. and everything else, did it all themselves. That's right, all the, the nerds were one, right. they won. And what's interesting is they started this a couple of years ago. That advanced technology club yeah. has grown and grown oh. and grown. They're doing astronomy. They're doing all kinds of really cool stuff. And if you want to do this with your school, yeah. call this group A. R-I-S-S. Aris. It's, just Google it. It just does the heart good to it see does. good kids, good teacher, yep. working hard, doing something. And the shine. buzz in there was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. And the honestly, whole you being there is pretty exactly cool, right. too. I'm sure the whole community is watching there this morning. Oh, the parents, yeah. the teachers, so all of you this morning. Kudos. Awesome. STEM rules. You were in the AV club. I was in the AV club. I have my first class. Well, I had my first class FCC radio. Which is not easy to get. You know, it was, uh, it was a big it's deal. And they're still yeah. licensing for radio. I mean, this is still a 
right. the technology. But Savannah, yeah. this is a message to you and I as oh. the underachievers in high oh, okay. school. I thought you were going to say, oh, we were underachievers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the elderly. Yeah. On no, this no. Couch. And like, by the oh. way, ham radio, very important. Uh, secondary, you know, when, when other forms of communication right. go out, During ham disasters. radio is there. Yes. Yeah. Disasters, yeah, big time like stuff. So that's, that's right. It's, it's something that we really do need. Well, congrats right. to those kids. Absolutely. Let's take a quick look at your weather, show you what we've got going on for today. Big storm system down in the Gulf. That's going to impact the East Coast, as we know. But lots of sunshine up and down the eastern seaboard. Snow showers in in the Rockies, some more rain uh, in the Pacific Northwest. That's your latest weather. Now, best time of the time to start your weekend. Right. Right. We Do it. To get to. Let's jump right in. We'll start with Christopher Nolan. This moment from a 2020 Peloton class has been going viral for slamming the acclaimed director's sci-fi hit Tenant. Well, this oh. week, Nolan responded during his acceptance speech at the New York Film Critics oh. Circle Award, saying that he was, quote, gasping and dying during the workout when he heard <laughs> the unexpected feedback. Uh. But all is well that ends well. In a new video on social media, that same instructor announced that she's a huge fan of his latest project, Oppenheimer. Oh, good. Okay. Even saw it twice. Okay. And she's uh, invited Nolan to join her in her next uh, coming class. That's funny. Uh, for her live. I mean, what are the chances? Yeah. Are funny, chances? right? Yeah. Wow. That'll forever change how Peloton instructors. Oh, yeah. You yeah. never know who's watching. That's it. Next up, from the world of Oppenheimer, Emily Blunt, the actress sitting down with our buddy Willie Geist on this weekend's edition of Sunday Today, opening up about her Golden Globe nominated role in Christopher Nolan's epic biopic and how the cast reacted to its massive success. Were you sort of talking to each other behind the scenes saying, wow? This thing's really taking off. Yes. I mean, we're all on this chain. There's something called an Oppen Homies chain, but (laughs) (laughs) so many wows and expletives and just like everyone just jaws on the floor when it came out and became like a runaway train. And to catch more of that conversation, don't forget to tune in to Sunday today. Emily is lovely. Uh, Speaking of wow, next up, Jeremy Allen White, the bear star blowing up the Internet thanks to his new campaign with Calvin Klein. Mm, Manna, would you like to say something <laughs> to America? What do we think? I would not. Like say something to the people? Nope. You got a lot to say a minute ago. Say yes. Well, turns out he is the hottest thing in the kitchen. Those steamy <laughs> shots sent in social media, as you Jeez. might imagine, into a total spiral yesterday. Fans commenting on uh, with their hot takes. A little different than that Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, really. One writing a collective yes, chef, what? from the world. <laughs> So there you I go. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, but I'm afraid to ask. No, we shouldn't explain it. Next up, I'm going to forge right through. Lisa Frankenstein, yesterday our sister company Focus Features, dropping a new trailer for a very different kind of love story. This upcoming rom-com has got a spooky twist. It's about a high schooler with a crush on the undead. That movie written by Oscar winner Diablo Cody, directed by Robin Williams' daughter Zelda. It's her directorial oh. debut. Lisa Frankenstein hits theaters February 9th, just in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wow. That is your pop star. Okay. Right. Thank you, CD. Remember that song, The Promise, from yeah, the 80s? Of course. Oh, my God. My whole high school right now. Look who's here, by the way, guys. The multi-talented man behind everyone's favorite raunchy talking <laughs> teddy bear, Seth MacFarlane, here in the house to tell us all about the new Ted series. Not a movie this time. It's a series. We'll talk about it. We are back. It's 8.30 on a Friday morning. And this Palazzo crowd is excited. I see you, Alabama. I see you, girls, Trap. 40 and fabulous. This is quite the Friday crowd, undeterred by the cold. 
Carson Daly. It is Carson Daly. He is tall. I am tall. In TV. Thank you so much. You watching him how long? In TV. Forever. And he's even more handsome now than he was there. He's very handsome. come down with signs to Times Square. That's it. boys, I love you. The tree is still standing tall. The tree's going to be here about another week or so if you want to swing by and catch it before it's taken down. Guys, coming up in this half hour, the great Seth MacFarlane is oh, here. Yeah. Uh, he was he was here a few months ago singing over the holidays. This morning he is back. He's back to talk about the return of Ted. Okay, then our friend Allie Love is here. She is going to delve into the power of color this morning. She's going to show us how to use the color of our clothing, accessories, and makeup to boost your mood, can help you relax, even come up with some new ideas. All right, and then people are going to be waiting in line for hours this weekend to buy bagels from this small bakery, but Here's the thing. It's not in New York, the bagel capital of the world, but it is in Los Angeles, so they say. Jacob Soberoff is investigating this. He'll take us behind the scenes to find out what makes the doughy treats just so delicious. Yum, I'm intrigued. And later on the third hour, we are focusing on the mind. Brain coach and New York Times bestselling author Jim Quick is going to show us some exercises to sharpen our focus. All right, Mr. Oker, all eyes on you oh, today, buddy. Well, well all right, let's, let's look ahead to the weekend, okay? Uh, okay, so Saturday, snow, wind, ice, rain in the mid-Atlantic into the northeast, Great Lakes, Pacific storm comes in, So, but in between sunny and cool. Then on Sunday, Sunday, leftover snow and wind in New England, big snowstorm hits the Rockies, milder in the central plains, wet weather in the Pacific Northwest, sunshine through the Gulf. All right, here it is. It's the season finale, Sunday night. Night, football night in America. The Bills stampede into Miami Gardens where they take on the Dolphins. <laughs> Cloudy, breezy, 72 degrees. It's a big one. A Buffalo and a Dolphin. Buffalo might drown. I don't know. Is it in the water? Bills, Dolphins, 7 p.m. Sunday night, football night in America. What is Riz? I don't know what Riz is. Charisma. charisma. Oh, charisma. Oh, you didn't know what Riz was? Of course. Got and by the way, Riz. somebody from Oswego, Oswego State, wants to meet Chanel. Oh. From my, my alma mater there. And in fact, we got a few other Oswego folks over there. We got, we got folks on Oswego there. And then down the line, we got some Oswego guys, folks down there. Just down a little ways. A lot of Oswego. Oh. The Riz, and then they also say. Nobody beats the Riz. The, they say the drip, right? The drip. Like, nice drip. Yeah. Nice drip. Okay. That's a nice drip right there. That's a nice drip. All right. Thank you. When we come back, calling all Thunder Buddies, Ted. Back in a new series, this time on Peacock. We're going to hear all about it from the man behind it all, Seth MacFarlane. But first, this is today on NBC. We're back coming up on 837 now with one of the most talented guys in Hollywood. Emmy winner, Oscar and Grammy nominee, Seth MacFarlane. Seth, he's the man behind hit shows, of course, like The Family Guy and the raunchy teddy bear in those wildly popular Ted films. And now that bear is back, back in a new series on Peacock. It's a prequel that's set in 1993 with Ted and his bestie, John, taking on high school where they get themselves into all kinds of trouble. Take a look. 
Now, as far as anyone knows, we're two ad executives on a business trip from Hartford looking for some local talent. Right. Hey, uh, keep these milkshakes coming, huh? Sure thing. You know, um, we're celebrating. Just landed a big account. Bounty. It's a very famous paper towel. <laughs> yep, I use them every day. Oh, terrific. Well, you know, originally the slogan was supposed to be the quicker picker-upper, but we added the word thicker quicker picker-upper. Bought a summer house with that one adjective. Oh, Seth MacFarlane, good to have you back. <laughs> good for you for finding a clip that's that, Well, I'm glad you brought it up. That's yeah. literally yeah. the only clip we could play yeah. on morning television. It's like trying to find a clip from The Sopranos. What's going to work <laughs> on the Today Show? Yeah, no, it's a, I, I was just telling you, I caught the first two episodes last night. It's funny. Oh, thank you. It's legit funny. I was a little yeah. skeptical because I love Ted and I love the sequel. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. Mess this. yeah. You didn't mess it up. So thank well you. I done. appreciate it. I appreciate it. I find it interesting that this was b- before your success with The Family Guy or the show I used to love, The Cleveland Show, all these other shows that you yeah. had. Ted was in your mind. Yes. How, how did this idea come to be? Ted, Ted the Bear. You know, it was originally an animated series um, that I developed when I was at working at Cartoon Network. Okay. And I didn't do anything with it. It just kind of sat there. And then when it came time for me to make my first movie, I went back to it. I said, you know what? There might be, this thing might have some legs. Yeah. And uh, redeveloped it and it became Ted the Feature. And the technology that you guys use this time around for this film, mm-hmm. this was not technology that existed when the, when the original film came out years ago. No, no. How'd you do it this time? We, you know, we developed a program called ViewScreen um, through our company Fuzzy Door that we actually developed for the Orville. Uh, and then it kind of came to fruition on TED that, um, that allows the camera operator to see the bear in real time through their viewfinder. And I don't even really have to wear any of the GAC anymore. Yeah. Just, you know, the, the sensors that I used to wear, that's all kind of out the window. And why was that so advantageous for, for you and the rest of the folks who are working on the series? Because, you know, when I'm directing, if I'm walking, if, I, if you have to unplug me, Every time I, you know, got to go talk to an actor, it's kind of it's kind of difficult. Yeah. So it, it was very freeing. And it's set in the 90s this time. as yes, well. Yes. Why, why, why the 90s instead of the 2000s like the films? Well, you know, um, I, I spoke to Wahlberg initially and I said, listen, obviously, you know, if, if, you, want, if, if you want to do this, yeah. you, you know, you're you know, I figured there's no way he's going to have time to do a television series with his schedule, which is true. So logically, it followed that. Uh, a prequel was the most reasonable way to go. And, and it turned out being kind of a fresh injection for the, the franchise. It's like the 90s are very in right now. Yeah, people kind of loves a little nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, here's the thing. You, you wear so many hats. You produce, you direct, you sing, you act, you voice, you do all of the... I don't have to sit here and take this. <laughs> no. do, you, do you have a favorite? Is there, <laughs> is there a part of your repertoire that you enjoy more than, more than the others? Uh you know, whatever I'm not doing that moment, yeah, I want to be doing the other thing. It's a real healthy mindset. Of the voices that, that <laughs> of the characters that you voice, is there is there a favorite? Uh, you know, not not really. Brian is certainly the easiest. That's the easiest workday for me. Yeah. Um, Quagmire is probably the most difficult. Uh, but uh, no, they're, they're all they're all. You know what? It's it just gets to be more and more and more. So it's. You know, the older I get, yeah. getting through it is the challenge because there's Family Guy, there's American Dad, so you're doing like an hour of bellowing into a microphone. Yeah. Do you, you ever know? get sick of people coming up to you on the street and people are like, "Hey, hey, give me a little Brian. Yeah, give me, give me a little." You know, I don't because really? I don't because as soon as it stops, that's when it's all over. That's a bad sign. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. 
That's a bet. Well, yeah. again, the, the series, it's its quite funny. So congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate congratulations. it. Congratulations. And we hope to see you back here soon. Next time you come, you'll sing. Or I'm sure you'll sing. What is, what's it. next? Yeah. What's the next? Whatever project? you want me to do. Okay. Whatever you want me to do. I'm Seth McFarland. Thank you. Seth's coming back in our third hour as well with fellow TED star Max Burkholder. And folks, you can catch all seven episodes of that new show streaming right now on Peacock. Actually, the streaming starts on January 11th. But can you can you give us just a little, Brian? All seven. Can, all seven. Uh, there you go, Brian, right there. That was All that. seven episodes. Aren't we generous? <laughs> <laughs> Savannah, over to you. Does Seth want to say and do birthdays? <laughs> cooking segment. Coming up next, guys, Allie Love is in the house. She's going to show us the rainbow from our wardrobe to our makeup, how different colors affect our mood, including why drinking from a green water bottle may be the better way to go. How interesting. Oh, that's coming up next. But first, this is Today on NBC. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet. Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. We are back with our series, Love Your Mornings. We look at colors each and every day. Every hue tells a story. So our friend and today contributor, Ali Love, is here to show us the incredible power of colors. They can shape our style, our mood, really even how we perceive the world. Ali, good morning. Good morning. I'm wearing my favorite color for you. I love you Do in all black. Do we consider black a color? It's kind of a shade, but okay. you know what it is. We're not going to talk about black because you're sporting it so well. <laughs> and we know that black is a safe color, but we want to explore kind of the other colors of that rainbow. We have yes. the whole wheel and we want to start with a winter white. Tell yes. me about what this color does for us. So when we think of colors, sometimes we are sending signals. We're having conversations with ourselves as well as other people in the way that we dress and accessorize. And so that's what we're going to bring out today. And so we talk about white. Most people are like, I don't want to wear white. Also, it's sensitive to other things and getting dirty like I know I do. But white is a new beginning. You'll see it in wedding ceremonies. You'll see them in life ceremonies. So when we think of embarking on a new year, new journey, new fitness journey, white is signaling to yourself and to others that you're embarking on a new story, a new journey, and it's important for new beginnings. I like it, and you can wear it after Labor Day. Of course. They okay. break all the rules, honey. Now, red, just, like, to me, that's the power color. It is the power color. So, fun fact about red, which is important, is actually it 
elevates your heart rate. It boosts your metabolism. Mm. It gives you that passion, that boldness. People don't like to wear red because it is the color that if you wear, you stand out the most. But this is a color that you want to wear. I'd say on that, that fourth date when you're like going to lock it down. You're like, I want this person <laughs> to know that I'm into you. And it wow. exudes energy. So if you have a meeting where you're nervous about and you need that confidence, be bold and wear red. Oh. Red is your friend. Okay. I know. I love a red. Now, moving on from beyond clothes, we go to the next color, but it's also our surroundings, the things yes. we look at. Color is very emotionally important. Absolutely. And we have your favorite color, which yellow is yellow. Yellow is my actual favorite color. Yeah. So yellow actually is a color that helps with creative thinking. It unblocks. So anytime you have kind of the writer's block, yellow is there for you. Mm. It also awakens the left side of your brain. Mm. So it's that rational thinking that you need to exude. So let's say you have to have a conversation and you want to be rational. Instead of being emotional, you would wear yellow or have yellow accessories. And I love this because anytime I'm feeling a little bit underwhelmed or overwhelmed with work, I'll go and I have my yellow notebook. It's yeah. a, again, it's that kind of subconscious conversation you're having with yourself and with people around it's you. It's fun. Now, orange, we know today's yes. show orange. I love orange around okay. here. Orange is my favorite color. It is? It's a com- Yeah. It's a combination of like being bold with red and look at that. I mean, I'm, I'm I know I'm you're rocking right those. Now. You are. Mm-hmm. But it's a combination of being bold with red and creative and bright with yellow. And what it does is it allows folks to know people around you and yourself as well, that you are being yourself. You're authentic. You're being creative. You're being bold and you're having fun. That fun shows through orange. So when you want to have fun, put on orange, a pop of orange, sunglasses, maybe like yeah. a, a, a cardigan that's orange just really does. It's very friendly and approachable. It I think is. now blues, we kind of think of as like a cool, right? Calming. Yes, it is everybody's color. Blue yeah. is everyone's color. It actually slows your metabolism. It keeps it slows your heart rate. Mm-hmm. It makes you calm. It makes the folks around you feel calm. Obviously, you see I calmed my voice as soon as we started talking about blue. Blue looks great on every skin tone. So that's also important. Anytime you have to go on camera or in front of people, blue is your friend. It mm-hmm. makes you look good. It makes the people around you feel good. It's inviting. So if you have to have, again, we talk about tough conversations or presenting, the message you want to get across when you wear blue is that you're here and everyone is invited to the table. Okay. Now, green, we always think of environmental. Yes. Now, why does the green water bottle matter? Let's it's pay off the teas Health here. is wealth. It reminds you of being grounded. It reminds you of the earth. And so, you know, I always talk about hydration station. Green is great to have in those things, those habits that you want to form. We want you to stay hydrated. So a great habit is a water bottle. It's a reminder of that earthiness, that groundedness, that health that we're all embarking on in 2024 and beyond. Okay. Now let's go to makeup because I mean, colors obviously come in in all walks of life. We have a beautiful model here. Okay. We're all, we're both in black, but she's got some purple (laughs) on her eyes, which is fun. (laughs) This is Nicole. Nicole has purple eyeshadow. Look at me. I'm just going to mess it up. (laughs) Don't mind me, Nicole. (laughs) Now I'm a makeup artist. All that. But purple was a color back in the day that was really expensive because it's hard to make. It's a hard color to create. It's royalty. Don't they think of royalty? Yes. Yes. It's the color of royalty. And so with this, purple is something when you have a big event, a black carpet. Instead of wearing all black sometimes, maybe you wear purple. Mm. And then on top of that, we have our last color, pink. Pink was 2023's year. I mean, this was it with Barbie, but it shows femininity. So you don't have to. You can be anyone to show femininity. It can be in a lip color, again, accessorized. But use your colors to have a conversation with those around you to get the message you want across because colors, including black, 
They're your friends. So fun, Allie. Thank you so much, Nicole. You too. Allie's coming back in our next hour, actually, to answer questions. You've sent them in when it comes to fitness in the new year. First, though, speaking of fitness, Jacob Sobaroff should do some laps after this one because here he's at the bagel shop, getting his hands in the dough, checking out the hottest store on the L.A. bagel scene. But first, this is today on NBC. Drop down and give me 20, Jacob. Let's go. Thank you. Welcome back, Los Angeles and Best Bagels. Not two things you would normally hear in the same breath, but one shop there in L.A. is looking to change that. NBC's Jacob Soveroff decided to check it out. Jacob, you found a good bagel in L.A. Is it true? I insisted on checking it out, Carson. Good morning, you guys. Courage Bagels is exactly what it sounds like. An audacious attempt at creating the perfect bagel across the country from the streets and the famous water of New York City. And if long lines and viral videos and happy customers mean anything, the married couple behind this L.A. bagel shop are sure on the right track. It's a tiny shop to change the L.A. bagel scene one crunchy bite at a time. I literally just landed in L.A. and I came straight to Courage Bagels. Courage Bagels has been described as one of the best bagels in America. So we wanted to find out what made them so delicious. I'm the Bob Woodward of bagels. And I'm on the case. And discovered the success of Courage Bagels has surprised even owners Chris and Ariel Moss. It's crazy. Ariel's super competitive. We aim high. We aim high, always. What do you say to people who say there's no way you could beat a New York bagel? We're definitely not trying to beat New York bagels. We just wanted to try to make our own thing that we love. We want to make our dream bagel. And by all accounts, the dream of making incredible bagels with the freshest ingredients has become a reality. Is this what you intended to create? We dreamt that that we would create something like this. I think it's better than our dreams. Courage Bagels is number one. I'm from New York. I thought New York bagels were the best ever. They've come a long way since making bagels as a hobby at home in 2016, then selling them on the street from a bicycle cart. I started just exploring bread and baking. It was so simple, but also so complex and lovely. And one day I woke up and it was just like, I'm going to make bagels today. And then we never stopped. It was an impressive hustle. Like she would ride around. It was courageous. It was a kind of an amazing thing to watch her go out on the street and pull up at a light next to someone in their cards. Bagels, you know. Is Is that why it's called courage? Yes. Because it took a lot of courage for you to do this. Yeah. Also, I needed to find my courage, build my courage. That commitment has paid off. Long lines of people from around the corner and many from around the world often wait more than an hour to get their fix, including most weekends when I'm home, me and our kids. Someone just came from Australia, and she was like, I came to come here. And we're like, pressure. Just to come to the Get a Bagel? (laughs) Yes. That must feel like a lot of pressure. Right? Some of our favorite customers are definitely the locals and also people who who just kind of wandered in. When you see the line stretch down almost to the next block, what does that line mean to you? More often than not, we hear stories that people are meeting people in line. They're having fun. It's part of the experience. An experience that comes at a price. This is a $13 half bagel. This one is nine, and this entire bagel costs 19. Well, real food is very expensive to produce. We try to always keep things on the menu that are accessible to everyone. You know, something that's $5, $4, $7. You can get a pretty solid meal. You can see through the window, you're boiling the bagels and you're baking the bagels. But is it fair to say that there's a little bit of a secret recipe going on here? Oh yeah. 100%. (laughs) What is it? 
<laughs> While they remained tight-lipped about recipes, Chris and Ariel invited me to join their hardworking team in the kitchen. They're letting me do what nobody else gets to do. I'm going behind the scenes and making a bagel myself. Don't crush it. Gentle. Don't crush it. Gentle. From boiling the dough. Well, I don't know about that one, but I think it's okay. Then adding the secret seasoned topping on the signature burnt everything bagel. Rain shower. To witnessing a masterpiece come straight out of the oven. Oh, yeah. Great. Bravo. Bravo. Yes. Look at this bagel you made. You made this. It's just absolutely oh, glowing. Smells delicious. I'm going to keep it simple. It's insanely delicious. I'm probably going to go there as soon as we're off the air. Next time you guys are in L.A., come on out, please. All right, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. us like the hook up here. We'll have to eat that. They look delicious. They really yeah, can't did. Wait. So good. Thank you. We're back. we got Bye, the third guys. and fourth hours just ahead, including one pot superfood hacks from okay. Joy Bauer. Yeah. One pot. Y'all. Superfood hacks. Not two pots. All you need. One. Have a great weekend. Nice black. Thank you. <laughs> 